This is a podcast from Rover. Welcome back into the show. Well, Kiwi Manuka honey exporters have recorded a surge in European demand as the removal of tariffs aligns with a fall in the value of the New Zealand dollar and there's also strong harvest volumes in there as well. Derek Birchall Berger is Naki NZ Global Market Manager. He's in Berlin at the moment and he joins us now on the line. Derek, great to have you on the show. How are you? Oh, very well on yourself, and uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries at all. Um, this is an interesting story, isn't it? This uh, this big surge in demand, particularly from Europe. I, I suppose the impact of removing that, what was it, about a 17% tariff on New Zealand-sourced honey a couple of months ago as part of that free trade agreement, It's uh, you're now starting to see the fruits of that. A hundred percent. Our revenue for the year doubled in August, um, and my, my boss just put me on a plane, sent me over here to go find more clients. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's definitely some, some good news. Uh, I don't know if you know, the start of the year, um, there was an, an IP court ruling, uh, sort of not in our favour, that happened in the UK with regards to the term Manuka. Um, but then this EU agreement came out a few months later, so people in the industry were were stoked when that came out. I could imagine, yeah. And the uh, value of Manuka honey, I mean, I think I was reading before that uh, Europe was already sort of uh, on to the idea of the medicinal factor and the well-being uh, properties, I suppose you could call them, of Manuka honey. But of course, um, since the pandemic, that's really come to the fore even more, hasn't it? it, it ha- yeah, for sure, yeah. I think with, with COVID, Manuka's still on the shopping list um, as a luxury item. We haven't seen a drop-off despite, um, you know, the uh, the war and everything. So, yeah, no, we're still, we're still doing well. The thing about it, which is almost an anomaly here with uh, New Zealand Manuka honey, is that people are, I guess, cutting back on more luxurious or luxury items, but the honey, for, for those various factors that we've mentioned, is still uh, going strong, if not stronger than previous times. Yeah, we yeah we um, and I'm I'm not entirely certain um, what, why the why the Europeans have placed such a high value on manuka, perhaps over other honeys. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess everyone's just learnt from the pandemic that obviously health is is the most valuable uh, asset you can have. So um, we, we're doing well in that regard. And the um, growing interest from German consumers in particular, hence probably the reason you're in Berlin at the moment, for Kiwi Manuka blends, yeah. I mean, the sales numbers were uh, very impressive, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, Germany imports um, about 650 uh, million US dollars per year of honey. That's just honey in general. Um, Manuka only accounts, it's, it's growing, but Manuka only accounts for maximum 50 million of that so um i think we're actually we're we're seeing sort of uh people are reaching for manuka and as they're getting more educated over it people are sort of reaching more for manuka over some of the other um varieties that were previously quite popular here such as such as pine honey or they call it sap and honey over here so we're starting to see more people jump into the manuka train um and that's good that's good for New Zealand manuka companies. When you look at the production of honey over here, next year's shaping up as a as, as a pretty strong year as well for various sort of you know weather related factors and ideal sort of um, you know growing conditions for manuka trees. It's, it's been a cracker of a season. The last two actually have been really good, particularly in the Naki. I can't I can't really talk about other regions of New Zealand, um, but the, we've had two two really good 
seasons in a row um, in the NACI. The, so I don't know if you know, but the sort of um, industry was quite saturated with beekeepers in the last couple of years. And we, we did sort of notice last year that there was almost like a bit of a correction. Um, you know, people that had sort of signed up as exporters and, and trying their hand in the Manuka Gold Rush um, weren't able to sort of keep keep the course. Um, and those that have stuck through um, are definitely starting to, to reap the benefits now, especially now that the tariffs have been dropped and um, it's looking pretty promising. Yes, hive numbers around the country are falling in the past year by 40% from a peak of around a million. So that is a stark illustration of, uh, of, of the point that you're making. I think it goes up and down, um, like any sort of industry. Um, if there's money to be made, more people will do it. Um, but, it, you know, it, it was tough prior to the tariffs being dropped. I think uh, I did notice a lot of clients were a bit hesitant about pulling uh, pulling the trigger on deals. Um, so this, this tariff change has is, is, is very, is very much been welcomed. And Derek, apparently France is the next untapped market for Manuka honey. Have you got uh, is yeah. pa- Paris on your itinerary, is it? I just came back. I just did a month in Paris. All oh, right. To, the world's largest food show, CL Paris. Um, it, was, it, was, it was, yeah, phenomenal. And I had people running up to me at the show being like, oh, you're the Manuka guy. <laughs> because I was, you know, chatting and handing out samples and stuff like that. I had a Romanian scientist. She came and ran up to me and she wants to do further research into Manuka and other uh, New Zealand honeys. So I got talking to her about some other honeys that um, our company in particular produces very high grades of. Um, so we're going to do some research to see if uh, if there's some other sort of unique chemical um, characteristics to to other New Zealand honeys as well, other than other than Manuka. That's exciting, um, and there's increased sales in other European countries as well. Uh, Czech Republic, Netherlands, uh, as as examples. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Czech Republic, Romania. Uh, oddly enough, it's, it's got a 24 million, 24 million US. Uh, market there that's a growing one uh, Slovakia Czech as you mentioned Poland um, Italy um, there's, all, there's, there's all sorts of these other countries that are popping up now as um, that they never I've never really thought of them before as, as markets for Manuka but the, the Czech is really interesting um, I'm actually going there next after Germany to go do a few shows in Prague um, and our partners there are, are great to work with Oh, okay, that's great. Um, and and these European countries as well. Uh, interestingly, the product is more likely to be sold through pharmacies, things like that. Yeah, for sure. It's it's viewed as a as a supplement, as a sort of a, a health supplement. Some some people some are even blending it with European like essential essential oils, um, creating like sort of medicine out of you know blending manuka with with essential oils and so forth. So, yeah, no, it's definitely viewed as a, as a supplement. It's not something you stir into your tea or smear over your toast. It's a, it's a superfood. Right, okay. And also, um, when it comes to Naki NZ, it's close to 100%, isn't it, that you uh, that you export? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we have a small a small footprint in Queenstown and also Hookah Honey Ivan Topol. Um, but we're, yeah, we're, we're an export company. We're, we're a small drop in the ocean. Um, for the, for the total um, Manuka export market, I think it's about 500 mil. Um, but we're growing, um, so yeah, no, we're we're export only.
thanks for joining us. Really do appreciate it, and uh, all the best for the rest of your uh, for the rest of your trip. Oh, thanks, thanks, thanks for the chat. Looks like it's a pretty lively evening at Stadium Southland last night. Big Fed Farmers meeting. I see that uh, Southland Vice President Bernadette Hunt, she said that she won't be getting winter grazing consent and then asked people to stand if they were on her side on this one and basically everyone everyone there did, uh, according to reports out of uh, staff this morning. Uh, also at the meeting, Federated Farmers said that they will not support the government's controversial farming emissions proposal and are seeking an alternative. That is the show as always. Thanks very much for your company. Don't forget to check out netspeed.net.nz. Mark and Leah next.